Hi friends, welcome to the You Know You Know podcast. I'm your host, Yuna, obviously, and thank you for tuning into this episode. First, I want to say thank you for being patient with me. I know I always say it's been a while whenever I start an episode, but you know, it's been a little bit difficult. I've I have uh, what? <laughs> I've had a lot of changes and things happening in my life right now, so it's been hard to just sit down and deal with all of them because I am the person that tends to run away from my problems. But anyway, some of you may know this, um, most of you probably don't know this, but almost two months ago, I made the decision to quit my job and be intentionally unemployed. And that was the news that I wanted to share from my last episode. I tried making an episode explaining my decision and talking about why I grew to hate my job, but it just never came out the way that I wanted it to. It always sounded really whiny and complainy. And I'm not gonna lie, I was complaining, but I just, I don't need that on the internet for anyone to listen to. Um, But with my unemployment, you can assume that I've done a lot of thinking, okay? I've spent a lot of time at home, a lot of time to myself, and just sitting in front of the computer and asking myself, what I really want out of this period of my life because I can truly do whatever the fuck I want because I've had a job since I was 16. So ages 16 to 23, I've worked some kind of customer service jobs and I've worked, I've worked as a hostess. I've worked as a server. I was a front desk employee at a gym. Um, I worked as a sales associate, obviously, and I ended with my position as a retail events manager. So besides working, I've always had school to worry about. And this time to myself right now has been really weird. I don't have any obligations. I don't have a schedule. I don't have any pressing deadlines or rules. And I I don't have anyone to report to. I don't have somewhere to be at a certain time. So it's been amazing. I'm not gonna lie. I love being unemployed. Maybe the first month I loved it a little bit more, but, you know, because month two is a little bit pushing it, but I'm, I'm not as concerned and stressed as I thought I would be. But with all this free time, you can imagine how much time I've used it to overthink. And one question I realized that I kept asking myself is, what, what do you want? What, like, Yuna, what do you want right now? But the thing is, I don't know. And I've been thinking about it for the past two months, and I think about it every day, and I just don't have an answer for myself. The only thing I do know is that I don't like sitting around and having no plans for the whole day. I I don't like feeling that I'm wasting my potential by doing nothing. Because I'm I'm not trying to sound conceited, and I'm not trying to sound full of myself or anything, but growing up, I genuinely felt that I would grow up to be a really important person. You know, I thought I'd be famous or I thought I would be special in some kind of way or just some some really important person. I thought I would be a main character, like truly a main character. And right now I feel like I'm not really living my main character moments living at home, you know? So with all this free time, I've been watching a lot of movies and rewatching a lot of movies and shows. Right now, I'm rewatching Gossip Girl for the fifth time. And uh, a couple weeks ago, I actually rewatched the movie Divergent. And 
I read the book a long time ago. I was maybe a freshman or sophomore year in high school, and it was the first ever book that I read completely through by myself, willingly, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. That was the first ever book ever. And I remember reading it in like maybe three days, and that might not seem like a milestone or something impressive to you, but to me, it was kind of shocking, and it, it, it was weird because I wasn't a big reader. I'm still not a big reader. I wish I was, but it was strange for me to just be so invested in this book, and it was just weird. But anyway, I digress. I rewatched the movie, and it gave me a very strong sense of nostalgia, obviously, but it also gave me a strong sense of jealousy. Let me explain. If you haven't already read the book, or if you haven't watched the movie, it's basically, it's based on a dystopian future where society is divided into five factions, and each faction has a role to society, okay? And when the children turn 16 or something like that, they take a test that determines what faction they belong to. Okay, is everything making sense? Okay, I'm just giving a little bit of a summary so that we can be on the same page. But the story is based around this girl. Her name is Beatrice, but she later decides to go by Tris. And she takes this test and she finds out that she has qualities from all five factions, meaning she's divergent. Okay, and this means that it's a bad thing because the whole reason for the divided faction society is so that people can be put into groups so that the government can control them. And it's honestly a really, it's a really interesting story. I encourage you to read it if you want. But I realized that the reason why I had such a weird sense of jealousy from re-watching this movie was that it was coming from my own personal struggle of not knowing what I want. Because in this divergent book series world, you're essentially told what your role is to society, okay? Like, you don't necessarily have to pick or decide anything because the test tells you what you're innately good at. And it tells you where you would fit in best based on your personality and your own traits, okay? So it takes this level of stress off of these people's shoulders in the society. And I remember as I was re-watching the movie on my bed, I just got really jealous and... I was just thinking in my mind, how nice would that be to have your future decided for you? And I think that's why I got so invested in the book when I read it back in high school, because I didn't know what I wanted to do. In high school, I didn't know what I wanted to study in college. And at the time, I just randomly picked biology so that I don't have to go in undeclared. But anyway, the story goes on to where Tris has to choose a faction to move forward in, because since she is divergent, since she has qualities from all five factions, it's considered dangerous. So she can't tell she can't tell nobody about it, okay? So she picks a faction that's completely different from the faction that she grew up in, and it's unexpected of her. And there's this scene where after she chooses this faction, where she's running after the train and starting her new life, and the music is very like adventurous and exciting, and She's, she's excited. You can tell that she is starting to realize that she made the right decision, even though that it was scary for her to be away from her fa family in the faction that she grew up in, in the faction that she was comfortable with, you know? 
and I got goosebumps. I remember I literally got goosebumps and I was just so jealous because re-watching that scene, I'm not gonna lie, it made me a little bit emotional because I am so comfortable in this life that I'm living right now. I thought being in my 20s and out of college, I thought it would be so different that my life would be just more exciting, more more different than I than it was when I was in college. And maybe maybe I'm just delusional. Maybe I have too high of expectations out of life because I always say that oh my gosh, it's like a movie or if something exciting happens, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's like a movie." life maybe not might what life might not be like a movie and i think i got emotional from all that because i wish i had an opportunity like that to be away from home and do something alone and figure shit out on my own and do scary shit like that and i i don't know maybe that's why people get so invested in books because when you're reading something that is so fiction that is so obviously fake like in this dystopian society or whatever, that even though it's so fake and so fiction, it describes and creates a life that could be desirable. You know, you feel hopeful and you kind of wish that you were living this kind of life. I don't know. But anyway, as I continue, obviously there are downsides to this type of society. That's why it's called a dystopia. But do you understand what I mean? Even though the main character, Triss, she chose one faction to, you know, keep her secret of being divergent she didn't stop herself from showing her other qualities too and if you watch the movie or if you read the book you you'll understand a little bit better maybe i did a bad job of explaining the whole story but essentially like she is innately all five factions she's part of all of these factions and she chooses to express herself in those ways regardless of the fact that she had to just choose one to be a part of i don't know so many times during this past month and a half i i asked myself what do you want and what do you want your future to look like you know because there are so many because i feel like there are so many qualities and attributes that i have that i want to put to work and i don't know what i want to do and i don't know what i should do like as maybe i'm just rambling at this point but as a kid I wrote out a list of jobs that I dreamed of having when I grow up and they were all so different from each other. And I remember writing it down and thinking to myself when I was a kid that like, hmm, how am I going to be an actor and a doctor at the same time? You know, because the list ranged from being an actor to a doctor. I put down author and director. And for a second, I, I wanted to be a lawyer as a kid, too. And I also wanted to be a dancer. Can't dance, but you see what I mean? Like, even as a kid, I wanted to do so many things. And I think that's why I am connecting this entire podcast to Divergent, because she had these options and she has these qualities from these other options, these other these other factions, and she's still able to share those qualities of herself. I hope I'm making sense. But this is where I'm struggling so much, because... Yeah, even though I started as a biology major, I eventually changed it within the first semester, but I have an undergraduate degree in business marketing. So I see things as brands, you know? You see a brand and you immediately connect it to a singular idea or an image, you know? Marketing teams spend a lot of time and money and resources on perfecting their brand image to connect it to a certain target audience. 
And branding, it's essentially a company's like quick little pitch to target a certain audience saying that if you buy this or you do this, like your your life will emulate this particular brand image. Does that make sense? And people brand themselves too. So if you think like influencers, musicians, artists, actors, you could think Kardashians, immediately you're going to think of their lavish lifestyles and being stupidly rich, you know? And regular people too. Like I feel, I feel that we have all branded ourselves to be perceived in a certain way towards others. And we do it without even realizing it, if that makes sense. You know, personal branding is a thing. This is personal branding. And I wish more people talked about it because it's it's just weird. Like, not funny, haha, funny, weird. If you know it, then you know it. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> but anyway, personal branding is weird because it never stops. Essentially, you will never stop building your personal brand because people are constantly changing. And that's what I really wanted to talk about today because... People are multifaceted. Same like Tris, being part of so many different factions. We all want different things. And we're we're never going to be the same person that we were the year before. We're not just one image. We're not just one faction. We're not just that one picture that we post on Instagram and this vibe and aesthetic that we put online. For example, someone who is constantly changing. I would say Kim Kardashian. Because before... Immediately, I would think about her, you know, her large butt, <laughs> okay, and her relationship with Kanye. But she's different now, okay? Like, she she reversed her BBL. She is so skinny now. And, you know, for a little, she said that she was studying to be a lawyer. I don't know anything else. She's, I don't really keep up with the Kardashians. Oh my god, that was so funny. Anyway, but another example, okay? Ariana Grande. For every album that she made, she revamped her style, her hair, and her genre of music to resemble a certain period of her life. And that that's one person that I really think does rebranding really well. I actually saw a TikTok about it, so I just had to add it in here. But anyway, bringing it back to the Divergent movie, uh, the main character, Triss, she doesn't fall into one faction. She doesn't just fall into one version of herself, one particular faction brand that she choo- that she decided to choose. She just she just chose that faction to move forward, but she didn't neglect all the other attributes that she had. And that's essentially what the book is about, that people aren't meant to be put in boxes or certain categories for the rest of their life. And writing this episode has been just so satisfying for me to just say out loud that I don't have to succumb to one version of myself or one one job or just decide to choose one job and choose one life and be like okay done deal like that's it for the rest of my life you know because we're all multifaceted we're all we're we're not meant to stay constant and just because you want one thing doesn't mean that you can want something else completely different like did that make sense wait i meant we're not just meant to stay constant we're it's a what oh my god I think I'm having a stroke. Okay, anyway. We're all multifaceted and we aren't meant to stay constant, okay? Because just because you want one thing, it doesn't mean that you can't want something completely different too. That's what I meant. Sorry for the stroke. Anyway, like for for example, I would say that a major part of me wants so badly to be part of the fashion industry. 
I say this as I haven't worn real clothes in the past two months, but yes, fashion industry. I want to live in New York. I want to wear designer clothes. I want to work frantically and prepare for fashion week. I want to walk down the street with my phone in one hand and carrying a coffee and my Dior bag in the other hand, okay? That's what I want. I want to work in a very hectic, fast-paced environment where things are constantly changing and then I just have to keep up with it. You know, I want to live that chaotic life in New York, in fashion, okay? Very niche, I know. But another part of me wishes that I tried even harder to convince my parents to pursue a career in acting and move to LA and, and meet with the lady who scouted me when I was like 14 at the Grove in LA. By the way, if you didn't know, I was scouted to be on Disney Channel. I know, shocking. But anyway, yes, I do think about that a lot. And it's it's funny because I'll watch shows or I'll watch movies and then there will be like a small part that this small actor plays. And then I'd be like, hmm, I could do that better. Anyway, that's what I mean. Sometimes I really wish that I could do that. And it's also crazy because another part of me wants to live in Europe. I want to live in Europe and travel and be an au pair, which by the way is a live-in nanny in Europe. But yeah, I want to experience these different cultures and I want to walk down these cobblestone streets and read books outside of cafes and drink wine with a cheese board and you know, just I want to live that kind of life too. But then another part of me wants to be a social media influencer and like work from home and take pictures and book brand deals and just look pretty online. Do you understand what I mean? Like there are just so many parts of my life that I want. There are so many parts of me where I want to live these different lives. I just feel stressed that I can't live these lives. Also, another part of me still kind of wants to be a lawyer. I don't know why. I know I can't do it, but that's what, you, you know what I mean? Like, we all have desires like this. And it's so obvious that humans are multifaceted because we are just people made up of different talents and we have desires and we have a multitude of perspectives and, and we have identities tied to our jobs. We have identities tied to who we are in front of our families, our friends, and we just have these different sides, almost like we're living different lives. Did that? Oh my god, that rhymed. <gasps> that rhymed again. Okay. Anyway, people are complex, okay? We're all complex, okay? Or maybe I'm just complex because I think about this shit too much, but let me explain because there's a side of me that is more pronounced when I'm with my parents, okay? They would probably describe me as a very isolated 23-year-old who is short-tempered and angry and always wants to be left alone, and who is always just locked away in her basement bedroom. There's another side of me that I show to my friends. I'm probably someone who they would describe as very loud and all over the place, and excited about the little things, and laughs about the dumb things, yet I always find some way to turn the conversation around into some deep, introspective, overthinking idea that popped into my head earlier in the week, okay? I even asked my friend, Yoon-hee, who was on the pod last episode, to describe me as a friend, and she said, comforting and witty, and a little weird, and a bad texter. See? Okay, valid. But at the same time, my parents wouldn't describe me in that way. Another identity of mine that I would like to think is tied to my potential career is someone who is so passionate about wanting to learn more. 
like wanting to be around people who have different perspectives to see the other side of things and someone who wants to be challenged and busy and stressed but also comforted in myself knowing that I am the one person for the job and something that I used to wish when I worked as a sales associate was that I wanted my friends and family to come visit me at work to just watch me work and watch me approach customers and watch me do my thing in the way that I was at work because I was just so different from how I acted at work compared to how I act in front of my friends and family. Normally, I'm shy, okay? I I will admit I am shy. I don't say hello to people and I'm just not someone to go out of my way to initiate a conversation like that. But as a sales associate, bitch, I was making friends left and right, okay? I had my white person voice come out and everything. Anyway, I digress. Another version of myself that I would describe uh, around my boyfriend, okay? I'm the girlfriend who isn't afraid to show all five love languages and someone who's very openly affectionate. But I'm also anxious in thinking that I'm doing too much or not doing enough. And I'm definitely that girl that needs that constant affection, okay? So my parents probably wouldn't describe me that way. My sister would not describe me that way. My friends would not describe me that way. But, you know, this, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, this, these are the very different versions of yourself. And we, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, another version of myself that is shown when I'm alone is someone, it's very weird. I don't know. I like being alone. I like running my own errands. I like running to get coffee alone. I like going to the grocery store alone. And I like knowing that I don't need to be dependent on some kind of company in order to do something. But I also love attention, okay? I I love, I love the version of myself when I'm alone and I show up somewhere alone knowing that I'm confident in coming to a public place by myself. And, you know, some people can't do that. I like showing up somewhere and knowing that I'm the prettiest one in the room, but also... So when I'm alone in public, I have so much confidence, okay? I don't I don't stay stuck in my head and be like, oh my god, are people looking at me and things like that. But when I'm alone in private, I pick myself apart in the mirror and I have like the worst mental battle with myself. This is what I'm saying about the very different sides of people. People being multifaceted, wanting different things from their jobs, wanting different things from their lives and who they are personality-wise in front of different people. And with all these different sides, obviously, qualities can clash. I say that I'm independent and I like doing things alone, but there are moments when I just really want to be with my boyfriend 24-7. I also say that I am passionate and driven, but there are moments when I can be literally the laziest bitch on the block and I cannot get any work done and procrastinate until there's nothing left for me to distract myself. Do you understand what I mean? And with all these sides of me, career-wise and personality-wise, I just get so frustrated because, yes, I have all these different desires and all these different sides of me, but I also get frustrated because I feel that I'm fooling myself or I'm fooling the people around me. Same with the frustration I get when I ask myself what I want from a new job. Okay, yes, I want to pursue a career in fashion and live in New York, but I also want to live in the comfort of my own home. I don't know what I want. And I don't know what life I want to live and pursue right now. 
And I feel like I, I don't know who I am. I don't know. I feel like I'm having a midlife crisis. And I definitely am because I'm trying to get out of this bitch by the time I'm 50. And I have a very all or nothing mindset. Very black and white. No gray space, if you can't already tell. And I don't know why I am like that. I don't know why I feel this need to conform to just one version of myself and fit into this one box that I put into myself. Put what? I don't know why. What? What do I say? I don't know why I feel the need to conform to one version of myself and fit into one box. Okay? I don't know why I stress over feeling like I have too many sides of myself depending on who I am with or too many desires in what I want out of life. And I'm not trying to get political, but this is something that I struggled with a lot in church too. And I would beat myself up and I would verbally punish myself over the smallest things. For example, I haven't been to church in a while and with my unemployment, my parents have been asking me if I'm going to go back. I don't know. I digress. Anyway, I haven't been to church in a while, okay? But when I was at my peak serving church, going to church like two, three times a week, preparing and planning shit, if I did something bad or if I did something quote-unquote sinful or something wrong, I would beat myself up so much for it. And I would I would literally tell myself, God doesn't love you. You are a sinner. This is why God doesn't like you because God has favorites and he doesn't favor you. And I, you failed because of that thing you did last week or because of the way you acted yesterday. And that was my mindset. I literally carried that mindset throughout my relationships with my church leaders, with my church friends and everyone around me. It was as if if I did something wrong, I would think everyone in the church hated me. And in my mind, I thought, you're either a goody church girl serving all the time, slaving away with no complaints, no sins, spreading the word, all that, you know, or you leave the church because you cannot, you cannot serve the church being also sinful. And that's what I did. I left the church and I haven't been in a while, but I don't know. I could talk about my issues with the church and church community in another episode, maybe not, but I'm not trying to get political or anything, okay? It was just something that I noticed. Anyway, I understand that my legalistic mindset was bad. Obviously, I wasn't trying to be like that, but my mind thought black and white, nothing in between. But with this unemployment and being at home and all this free time to myself, I've been trying to tell myself that that's not the case. Nothing is black and white like that. People are not black and white like that. People's desires are not black and white like that. And no one is meant to be restricted to a singular personality or a singular version of themselves. And no one is meant to have only one desire out of life. Because if that was the case, like, life would be so fucking boring. And I don't know, I feel like I'm just here to post this episode to remind myself but also anyone else who's struggling with this because 20s can be a very strange age. But we're all multifaceted and we are meant to want a lot out of life and be excited for things and not just be one brand that we put online. And we're not meant to just be working at a desk for eight hours a day and be happy with that because that is criminal. We're multifaceted in so many ways in our personalities and desires. And I think I just wanted to say that because 
the version of myself that I put online isn't the only version of me, okay? The happy, smiling pictures that I post on Instagram, that's not the only version of me. And the talkative, introspective, all-over-the-place episodes that I put online for this podcast, again, not the only version of me. And yes, I do put a lot online, and I do get personal online, but just because I get personal doesn't mean that people actually know me personally. Does that make sense? I don't know. People are just not constant like that. And all this time not working, I finally have time to think about things and come to the realization of who I am. Do I have an answer to my life? No. But at least I can sit back and tell myself that it's okay to want a lot of things out of life. Because yes, I'm not trying to live past 50, but I I at least want a fulfilling life. I don't know. I think that's all I wanted to say. I hope you're doing well. (laughs) I missed this. This kind of reminds me of my old episodes where I would just rant and tell myself to chill out. Because, you know, not everything is something to stress about. And I have been stressing. So this was nice. Dare for next episode. DM me your assumptions about me or your first impressions of me. Because I feel like for most people, I give a bad first impression. I do not give the best first impressions to people. A lot of people have told me that I look very uninterested and bitchy. So I don't blame you. But it's fine. I don't care. I'm curious. So if you want, you can DM me your first impressions of me or your assumptions of who you think I am as a person. And that'll be it for this episode. So I love and appreciate you all for listening. And yeah, you know who it is. It's Yuna. And see you guys in the next episode of You Know Yuna. Bye, guys.